Hard sports are plays. Yeah. Hard sports are plays. Hard sports are plays. We're making a place, we're talking the game, get you to the days We're hiding the court, they're dying in the lane Variety topics, living the same Authentication, sports information In the airways, taking the nation All sport, all plays, they're working your faces Grace at the field, so tie the laces All sports, all plays Alright, what's up everybody? Welcome to Gonzo and the Judge Sports Talk Excuse me. Wednesday, October 26, 2022. I have a lot to talk about tonight. Uh, had a big trade in the NFL earlier today. Got the World Series coming up on Friday. Full slate of NBA games going on tonight. So uh, quite a bit going on in the sports world. Joined by uh, Joining me, like always, the judge, Jonathan Mathis. How's it going, man? Hey, what's up, Chris? What's going on, man? How you doing tonight? How you feeling on this Wednesday? Happy Wednesday to you. As you can see, my graphic tee today, it is Wednesday Adams from the Adams family. Mm-hmm. It was it was perfect to put this shirt on on a day like this. It is Wednesday. So, you know, to celebrate that we finally reached the middle of the week, this was the perfect shirt to rock today. How you feeling? Pretty good, man. It's cold out, out here where I'm at. But other than that, not too bad. Just got done watching my Pacers get beat, but we're young. They 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 let, uh, set a stat during the game that <clears throat> uh, we were playing the Bulls, and 55 percent of the Bulls' points come by get scored by players uh, twenty eight or older. Seventy seven percent of the Pacers' points get scored by players twenty three and under. Right. So we're really we're a real young team. Uh, but we're uh, we score well, we can score the ball. Halliburton has been at, is averaging like twenty four points a game. Our rookie is averaging uh, Mathurin, he's rookie of the year candidate right through these first four games is killing it. Between them two, you're getting about fifty points tonight. So we're scoring the ball. We're just terrible on defense. Bulls had seventy points in the first half on us tonight, and it's hard to win games. You don't care if you score one hundred twenty five if the other team scoring one hundred thirty. You know, I mean, you got to play some defense. We played better defense in the second half. Got back in the day, game, got within like eight points, but then uh, end up losing by like ten or eleven, I think, something like that. But uh, they play hard, so hey, I guess that's all you can ask with a young team. I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, you know, they're gonna have growing pains. They're a young team. They're still learning. They're still learning the ropes. Um, they're still making that transition to the NBA. You know, some of them are first year, second year players. So you gotta give you gotta give them time to grow. You gotta give them time to develop. And don't worry, the Pacers are nothing like the Lakers. You know, they they they're, they're gonna work with their with their young pieces that they have. Uh, they're gonna stay optimistic um, about the whole youth movement, and you know, hopefully, uh, better days ahead for your Pacers. But it looks to me like they have a promising future with the young nucleus that they have there in Indiana. Oh yeah, I think I think the next couple of years will two two or three years I think will be pretty good if we can keep most of this group together. I think they're going in the right direction. Uh, I believe. Uh, like I said, we we got a lot of offense now. We just have to get, uh, fix our defense, get better on the defensive side of the ball, and we'll be we'll be a team to contend with. 
yeah, you have to bring that de- defensive tenacity night in and night out. And if they can figure that out and if they can tighten things up defensively, then watch out. They can be effective on both ends of the floor. That's very, very important and critical if you want to win NBA games. So I, I completely agree with you. The Lakers are hang, hanging in there with Denver. They're hanging in there, but we'll see. We'll see if they can finish strong. Um, what are they in the fourth quarter now? I, I know. I know that's silly for me to ask when the game is on behind me. Uh, good. I think there's just a couple minutes before the fourth quarter. It's getting close. Okay, so so the fourth quarter is going to matter for the Lakers. The Lakers. Oh, wait, no have- wait. It's only in the second quarter. It's going to be halftime. Oh yeah, it is the second quarter. Okay, so so it all depends on how the Lakers come out in the second half. If they make the adjustments uh, necessary, hopefully they come out in in the second half stronger, and hopefully they can put together a strong second half. It's gonna it's gonna determine, you know, how they play. You know, things will be determined by how they play in the second half particularly the third and fourth quarter. In the fourth quarter, you got to watch how the Lakers perform in the fourth quarter because a lot of times, man, uh, the Lakers struggle to close out, uh, you know, the fourth quarter for whatever reason. And and a lot of it has to do with uh, ill-advised uh, jumpers. You know, this is a team that um, uh, still likes to jack up a lot of shots, even though they can't knock those shots down. Um, they have a lot of confidence in themselves. They have a lot of confidence in themselves if they're going to continue to jack up shots like that. And no damn well they're not going to make them. You know, you got to put you got to put the ball in the hole, and that's something that the Lakers are not doing. And then it doesn't help that you don't contribute on the defensive side of the floor either. So the Lakers have a lot of things to work on. It's going to be a work in progress for this team, and and. And like I said the other day, uh, this Laker team, to me, the season is over before it it it, it, it has even started. Um, you, you know, I really don't know what else to say about this Laker team um, other than the fact that it is utter chaos, that they look unorganized, um, that they have a bunch of stars, but then they can't put it together. And they can't win games, and and we'll see what happens in the second half. But I, I just don't, I just don't see it. Uh, you see how Frankie feels right now about the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? It's been a rough start to the season. Yes, yes, Frankie, Frankie, and Frankie is absolutely on point. Lakers struggled in every quarter, you know, and. I mean, I don't know if their Jared said is their faith in this Laker team. I don't know if you ha- if you can have faith in this team. I-, I really can't give you an answer. I mean, I know the season is still young. I know it's still early, but who but who are the Lakers? Two who are the Lakers three games into the season? I mean, I, I hate to sound harsh. They're crappy, you know. The Lakers have clearly become a national punchline. Um, this is a bad team, most tellingly. I, I mean, you know, you, you can't overstate the obvious. Um, this Laker team is horrendous. Uh, they're pretty stinky. You know, they, they smell pretty bad right now. 
Um, you know, they got to do better keeping up with their hygiene. I'm not sure they can do that moving forward. I mean, I'm just telling it like it is, you know, uh, to be clear, this season again is over before it even started. And the path to an NBA championship for this Laker team seems out of out of reach. You know, they got dogged uh, by their little brothers the other night, the, the Clippers. Um, you know, they were daunted by the continuing shooting woes. Um, and, you know, the Lakers are bracing themselves for another down year. They're uh, tied at halftime. Uh, oh, good. Dustin says uh, Darden Ham is going to be a good head coach, but was the wrong man for the job. Mm. You know, he took on. Frankie said LeBron oh. and Pat Bev was already going back and forth. See, and that's the thing right there. There's no unity. There's no unity. Everyone wants to point fingers, you know, and, and there's more than enough blame to go around for this atrocity that, that, the Lakers, you know, have experienced thus far this season. And it's going to be another long year of misery and and letdown. It's going to be another year of – it's going to be another letdown. That, that's exactly what it's going to be. Uh, let's, uh, let's, start, let's talk about baseball to get started off tonight. Yeah, we could switch like gears. We could switch gears most definitely because the Lakers make me talking about the Lakers make me so depressed. Rook, uh, Dustin says Mark Jackson needed needed to get the Lakers job. I agree, and I wrote an article about that. Remember, I, I think Chris, you might have read that article that I said it was crucial for the Lakers to hire someone like Mark Jackson. But here's the problem. Before we move on real quick, I want to explain why the Lakers didn't hire Mark Jackson. Dustin, hear me loud and clear. The reason the Lakers didn't hire Mark Jackson is simply because he's not going to put up with nonsense, okay? He's not going to come in there and, you know, people in the front office is not going to tell him how to coach his basketball team. That's why he was run out of Golden State. Uh, because, you know, he wasn't seeing eye to eye with the people in the front office. You know, he wasn't getting along with the people in the front office because, quite frankly, he wanted to do it his way. You know, but he's a guy with charisma. He's a guy uh, who, you know, understands the game of basketball. I I buy into his philosophy. Um, you know, I think he can be a great mentor to uh, – the young players and the veteran players on the team. And, you know, I, I think he would have been an ideal fit for the Lakers, but obviously the Lakers didn't want to go in that direction. So they chose Darvin Ham over him. Now, this is no disrespect to Darvin Ham. I just think Darvin Ham has, you know, walked into a dumpster fire and now it's all on him to try to turn it around. And then what? What happens if he doesn't turn it around? Then what? Then what? Do you fire him too? And then you you finally uh, look to move on and 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 uh, once again ride this chaotic uh, coaching carousel just to look for another damn coach. You've already you've already hired and fired enough damn coaches, and it hasn't worked out year after year. And part of that is because of Jeannie Buss's questionable uh, 
business acumen. You know, she has no business, you know, overseeing this franchise. And Rob Palinka, I, I hate to say this, but he's a puppet on strings. I don't think he, you know, has much of an of of an input. I don't think he you know, is making the personnel decisions like people say he is. You know, I think he has some input. I think he has some say on what goes on, but he definitely doesn't have the final word in within the organization. I think he's just a guy who is just there. But, you know, we talked about this a long time that he definitely doesn't have the experience of a, of a general manager. And the only reason he even got the job is because of the relationship he had with Kobe Bryant and obviously Jeannie Buss, the relationship that he has with Jeannie Buss. And that's why he's in that position. But he is definitely not qualified for the job. And this Lakers team, I'm going to say this before we, we move on, uh, uh, Chris. I'm going to say this. The Lakers might as well, ju- might as well, might as well just burn it down and 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 you know now it's time uh to establish a new culture and if you want to establish that new culture you have to uh bring in younger players enough with enough with believing and riding with these old guns okay i i mean it's it's obviously not working for you you have to you have to rebuild the whole team the lakers just need to go into a rebuild they need to learn how to be patient. You know, patience is is a virtue. They have to learn to 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 sit back and and you know um understand that winning a championship doesn't always come overnight. You know, so I think if they if they go into a rebuild, you know, get some younger players on the on the roster. Uh, try to build through the draft, you know, then they'll get better. Then they'll have that championship pedigree again. But it's going to take a while. The biggest problem with the Lakers is the way they're constructed and in the style they try Mm -hmm. to play. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're playing a style where LeBron kicks it out to these guys, but they don't have no shooters on the team. Right, right. And that's what kills them. And they keep trying to shoot from outside. They got to... LeBron needs to post up more. They need to get the ball down low to Davis. They, they're going to have to be a more of an inside team than than mm-hmm. shooting the ball outside the way this team's constructed. And they, but they won't. They they just keep trying the same thing over and over. Uh, we'll see if they get if he, he, Ham can get it turned around. But without making some big trades, I, I think it's going to be a a, a couple of years before the Lakers are in the mix. Yeah, they're definitely not a threat this year. And nobody, I mean, nobody is afraid to to play this Laker team. Yeah. Uh, but World Series, we got World Series starting Friday. Uh, they've announced that Noah's going to start for the Phillies, and Verlander's going to start for the Astros in Game One. Uh, what what's your what's your thoughts on the uh, the World Series between the Phillies and the Astros? Well, we talked a little bit about this um, on Monday, and I told you, if you remember correctly, I'm excited for this World Series. I think these two teams match up really well, um, you know. But you got to look at the Astros, man. You and you, you, you got to look at how this team is built. Um, also, Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander. Um, 
gets better with age, unbelievably. Um, it seems like the older he's gotten, um, you know, the more um, dangerous he is on the mound. You know, he's almost impossible to hit when his when he's on his when he's on his game. And that's what makes him truly special. I just think I just think this Astros team is going to be a little bit too much for the Phillies. Um, you know, this looks like a complete Astros team, one that cannot be beaten. But you can't take away uh, anything that Aaron Nola has accomplished uh, during this postseason. I mean, he's been on his game too, you know, and and he's been um, just as good as Verlander. So I mean, you know, um, it, it's it's gonna be a, a great World Series. I can see this scoring. I can see this scoring six. I could definitely see this series scoring six games. Um, you know, I, I think the the matchup is great. Um, the Phillies are. Hovering around 500 for they they were hovering around 500 for much of the summer. Um, that changed, you know, as they finished, you know, um, you know, on top in in the National League, winning a pennant. Uh, that changed in October. Um, you know, uh, I think a lot of people gave up on the Phillies, um, but the Phillies they completed a a. a an amazing five-game victory over San Diego in the National League Championship Series on Sunday. So it's been an incredible joyride for them. Um, it's been a fall classic unlike any other. Um, and the Houston Astros, to me, man, have been um, just a team that can't be beaten. I mean, they're undefeated in this postseason. They, they haven't lost a game. And they, you know, finished off the Yankees in the demoralization in the American League uh, Championship Series. And, and they earned their fourth appearance in the World Series in the past six seasons, uh, which has been impressive. But this might be the this might this team might be better than the 2017 team, the the the, the team uh, that, you know, everyone was outraged about because they we all know they they cheated you know um and that title is arguably tainted um but the Astros enter as heavy favorites um you know and it it's hard for me to see them falling to the to an upstart team from the NL East it's just hard it's just hard for me to see that but I mean, the starting duel of Zach Wheeler and Aaron Nola is impressive. The lineup features sluggers like Harper, who has turned it on this postseason. Um, you know, he's been magical for the team. I, I don't know what has happened that has made him so good in the postseason, but he has clearly took his game to the next level. Then you have Kyle Swarber. You have Reese Hoskins. You have... Uh, TJ Rillamutu, did I say his name right? If I didn't, please forgive me. Uh, but Harper has been a, a nightmare for opposing pitchers this postseason. He has five home runs 
10 runs um, and a 1.3, a 1.351 OPS in 11 games. That's impressive stuff, you know. And I mean, you know, to me, the Phillies uh, can't hold their own. Um, the roster, you know, doesn't really lack any depth. Um, the Astros have plenty of depth. So that's why I think this is going to be a, a great World Series. Uh, because to me, these two teams, they match up really, really well. Yeah, well, <clears throat> yeah I think it's going to be a good World Series. I actually have the Phillies in six. Um, only thing that worries me a little bit is kind of what John's talking about here is that the Phillies have had these days off because the Phillies yeah. are hot. Right, uh, right. So we'll see if they come back off these days off hot. But you have Bryce Harper hitting over 400 in the playoffs. That's just unreal. Uh, and then Castellano, so the, that whole order just started coming alive in the playoffs. Uh, I think they're going – I think – don't get me wrong. Houston's a real good team as well. I just get that kind of like that feeling of the Nationals a few years ago when they went on their run. I get that kind of feeling, feeling out of the Phillies. Just, uh, yeah. It's just like almost like it's their time. It's, it, it seems like they're just got hot at the right time. We'll see if the day's off affected, but I like Houston in six. Uh, I was kind of surprised that they decided to start Nola in game one instead of Wheeler. It, usually it's been the other way, but uh, I like the Nola early in their matchup and then come back with Wheeler in the, uh, game two. Uh, they need to win at least one of these games, these first two games in Houston uh, before you go back home. Uh, and another thing that I could come into play could be the weather too, because it, it could be cold in Philly. Uh, and so we'll, we'll see how that affects the, uh, how that affects both teams as well. But uh, I'm ready for it. I wish it would have started earlier than Friday. Uh, it kind of sucked having the whole week off. I think baseball messed that up uh, kind of marketing wise. Because uh, now nobody's really here talking about baseball for a week, waiting up to the World Series. Where if you just started maybe Tuesday or today, it would have kept, kept maybe out there more on the TV and stuff. Uh, so I think they mismarketed that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Damien says Phillies and four. Glenn Damn. said Houston's going to go wire to wire like the 1990 Reds. Uh, Wow. That guy says Houston in six, like I, I did. He says uh, Willer will be the X factor. I, we'll get we'll get to that question here. Phillies in four is an unpopular opinion. That's an unpopular prediction right then, there. Uh, That's a bold prediction. Greg says, what's oh, up, my guys? Hey, how's it going, Greg? Thanks for tuning in. Greg says up, he Greg? has Thanks Houston winning in six. That's same as same as me. What's up, John? Thanks for watching. And actually, John, that was kind of going into our next topic. You you think Dodgers can sway Judge away from New York? Something has to change in New York. They have lost the division championship the last five times they've made it. Uh, I was one of my questions is I, I'm hearing that Judge might get t a ten year contract for five hundred million dollars. Judge is thirty years old. To me, you don't sign him to a ten year contract to stay in New York. Or, well, that I, wherever he gets it, that's what they're projecting. This, uh, that's what the one of the uh, agents was projecting that he's going to get uh, five hundred million for ten years. He'll be the highest five hundred million. He'll be the highest paid player. Yeah, but to me, ten years is too many. He's, he's thirty. He's thirty. Yes, he's he's in his age thirty season. Um. 
you know, but this is a guy who just came off a historic year. Um, you I know, agree played, with John. Played Almost. out of his mind. I go over seven years. Seven right. Years I wouldn't max. either, but he played out of his mind in his contract year. <laughs> uh, he put up some big monster numbers all season long. And unfortunately, the Yankees fall short to the Houston Astros in the playoffs. They didn't just fall short. They got swept in the first round. Offering and he didn't and he didn't play well in the playoffs. That's a lot of money for a guy. He didn't play well in the playoffs either. He didn't play well in the playoffs. No, when the Yankees needed him to show up and when they needed him to produce at the plate, he he didn't. You know, he went cold at the worst possible time. You know, so do I give him a 10-year, $500 million contract? No. No, you would be crazy to do that. But a team would do that because they know that he can be a great asset to their team given how he performed during the regular season. Well, D- Dustin's right. Giants have said they, they want Judge and they will not be outbid. The Giants would do that. The Giants would do something like that because they're trying. This is to, why I say you don't give them ten years. This is exactly what Greg's talking about. Right, you saw what happened to pull holes after you guys ten year contract. I mean the the Yankees. I mean the the Yankees. The 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 Dodgers. I keep saying the Dodgers. The Giants. Not going to L.A., Jonathan. We know you no, want them no, there. The Dodgers. Look, the Giants would do something like that because the the Giants are clearly they're clearly desperate. They're clear. They're clear. They're they're a desperate. They're a desperate team right now, and they're looking to add a slugger to their lineup. They're looking to add a slugger to their lineup so they can compete against the Dodgers. Everyone in the NL West suddenly wants to compete against the Dodgers. They're tired of being the little brothers to the Dodgers. They're ready to you know fight back now. So yes the Giants will be in play for Aaron Judge. Now, will Aaron Judge go to the Bay Area? That's a question that remains to be seen. Would somebody give him that much money? Sure, they would. John says seven-year, $213.5 million deal that Judge rejected before the season began. You think Angels, trade Otani, and could afford him? He says he, uh, John says Giants and Dodgers would be top spots in his opinion. For Shohei Otani? Uh, no, for a Judge. And, uh, and yet, Pujols still produced all 10 years. Cubs appeared, appeared to be all in on Trey Turner and Bellinger. Uh, yes. Those stat guys. Yes. The, the Cubs are interested in a shortstop. Um, Trey Turner is one of the best shortstops available on the market, along with Carlos Correa. Um, but I think uh, the Cubs have shown interest already in – um, possibly signing Trey Turner. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do sign Trey Turner. I, I've i been saying it all along. That's where he's going to end up, most likely. Uh, this winter is with is with the Cubs. I, I see that as a potential landing spot for him, and I think the Cubs will make a big splash for him, and I think they would uh, pull that deal off. Uh, Dustin says, Giants are not the little brothers, Jonathan. How many rings do the Giants have compared to, to the Dodgers last 10 years, three to one? I mean, that is fact. 
that is fact, but in recent years, the Dodgers have owned the NL West. Like that really matters, though. <laughs> it didn't get you guys nowhere. Like it really matters for reals. It's like this season, right? This season, they won 111 games, right? And they finished with the best run differential since 1939. And they still couldn't win a World Series title. And this was their year to do it. And they still couldn't win the title. They still fell short. They still got eliminated in the postseason. And they lost to the team that they owned during the regular season, the upstart Padres. And they lost in the first round. They lost in the division series. They couldn't even get to the championship series. Yeah, Greg, from what I'm hearing, they're going, uh, they're bringing back uh, Boone. Yeah, they are bringing back Boone because Boone there, is yeah. a yes man. Boone is a yes man. Boone has familiarity in New York because Boone once played there. But I don't care if he was the postseason hero, the the AL the ALCS hero in 2003. I don't care if he is uh he was a fan favorite in that city. I don't care if he's a yes man. You have to move on from him if you want to win baseball games. He is not he is not the right manager for the job. I think the only way he goes if the if the Steinbrenners come to their senses and finally realize that it's time for a new voice in the front office if Brian Cashman gets canned and he is relieved of his duties, then Aaron Boone obviously goes with him. I don't. I don't think Boone's going anywhere this year. He's not. He's not for a couple he's, years. I don't, he's going to return. Blame, you can't blame all of it. Returning too. You can't blame all of it on him this year either. The Yankees just didn't hit the ball. They couldn't hit the ball against the Astros. I mean, you can't score runs if you don't hit the ball, and they had they had trouble getting getting hit, scoring runs in that series. The Dodgers uh, had the same problem. Jared said he surprised uh, Roberts not fired yet as well. I kind of thought maybe Roberts would get fired, but he has two. Yeah. He says he has two years left on left on his deal. Yeah, well, he needs to throw his damn computer in the ocean and 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 stop relying so much on analytics. That's I'm what over baseball's it. turned into man. Every team's I, like I'm, that I'm anymore. Over it, he needs to stop flipping through his overstuffed three ring binder, and you know let let. Let your guy pitch. Keep him in a game. Let him let him go deeper into the innings. Don't pull him out because he's facing the order for a third time. That's how about all teams are anymore, man. It's I hate I hate it to a point as well. Uh, I think analytics can be good and numbers are good to a point, but I, I think they try they try to make it they put too much weight in them numbers a lot of times. Uh, and that's what cost the Dodgers, and that's why they didn't reach the World Series. Yeah, but I just I don't know. Again, I'm gonna give Judge I'm ten years. I, making. I think I would sign. I would try to sign to like a five or a seven year deal with yes. Judge. Yes, yes, I would go short term. I would go short term, but a team is gonna be desperate enough to give him a ten oh, yeah. year, five hundred million dollar contract. I'm just interested to see which team does it. Greg said Dave Roberts is the Brandon Staley of baseball. You know, that that's that that's fair. That's fair to say. Uh you can put both of those guys, you can mention both of those guys in the same sentence. Yeah, so I like that. I, I'm with you, Greg. 
that that's that's that that's speaking of, speaking of uh football with the Bradley State Brandon Staley, Eagles trade for uh defensive end Quinn uh from the Bears. Uh what, what th- I think that was a good move for them uh because they already have a stout defense, but that's going real I think that'd be another piece that could help their pass rush. Uh so what do you uh what do you think about the move? The undefeated Eagles have taken a page out of the LA Rams book. They are going for it all this year. They went all in to trade for pass rusher Robert Quinn. And this makes them better. The only thing they lose is a fourth round pick yeah. because they exchange a fourth round pick for Robert Quinn. This is a huge upgrade to their defense. You know, now Philadelphia and Chicago each announced the trade pending a physical later uh, later Wednesday, I believe. Uh, the, 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 they're still pending a physical. I don't know if the physical is if, – if it's done. Uh, but it's – the deal is done. He He's he's an eagle. And the eagles are, are making it real clear that they want to win this year. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, what it tells they're, me. They're making it clear they're going all in. Uh, they're going all in. They're going I, all I do in. Like, I like the move though because uh, it it just strengthens a, a already a good defense up even even a little bit more. Right. And you didn't give up much to get them. Uh, I mean, you just gave up a fourth round pick, like you mentioned. So it's not like you had to give up two or three picks or a couple players or something to, right. to get them over there. So it's not uh, like you mortgage your future. I I agree. It's a uh, I think it's a real good move, uh, but. I worry about their offense a little bit more than I worry about their defense. Uh, but uh, I, I think they're going to be – right now they're one of the favorites in the uh, in the uh, NFC. I mean, they have to be because of, uh, of the record and how they've been playing. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it all turns out. But I, I think it was I think it was a good move for them. Yeah, I think so too. I think, I think it was a great move for him. I know he's glad that he's off the sorry Bears – a three and four team. Now he has a chance to actually contend with a six zero Eagles team uh, that's clearly reinforcing the NFL's fourth ranked defense with this with this pickup. No, I agree. Uh, see, John says the Marlins hired Skip Shoemaker as new manager, replacing Maddenly. He saying maybe Maddenly for the Yankees. Yeah, a lot of Yankee fans are pushing for that. They're pushing for Maddenly to become the next the next manager. Nothing I think he, take, I think he takes beat. a year off. I think he takes a year off, and if Boone doesn't work out next season, since they have decided to retain Aaron Boone, I think next season you might see Don Maddenly become the Yankees manager. Just like I've been saying with the Cowboys, I think – if it the Cowboys are winning though, that's the thing. So they're gonna most likely keep uh, Mike McCarthy. I think. Well, depending on, I think it depends on how the season ends. Right, because I was saying that Sean Payton could be knocking on the door. I think you and, might see Sean Payton end up with the Chargers. Really? You think he might? Well, he's here in L.A. now doing uh, doing commentary. So, yeah. Because he can yeah. go to a team that has a pretty good defense, a young, a good, uh, a young, uh, good quarterback. I, I could see him maybe ending up over there if they and then move on from Staley. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't think Brandon Staley is going to have a job too much longer. Uh, Dustin said Eagles are the team to beat. Quinn is going to wreak havoc on that defense. Yep. He's definitely going to wreak havoc. John's saying he's here in Manly to Boston. Thoughts on what the Panthers got for uh, CMC, Carolina's reason. Uh, I, I think they they got a good deal with what they got for uh, McCaffrey. Uh, yeah, I think if he wouldn't have had some of the injuries he had, they might have they might have been able to get a, a first round pick thrown in there right. as well. But with the injuries that he's had, uh, I think they did pretty good. And they're right, like you said, they're going to have a whole they're going to have a lot of draft picks uh, coming up in this draft. So it, we'll see if they can uh, make the right moves and get that team going in a different direction. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, whoever whoever ends up being the new head coach, right? The the for the Carolina Panthers, the fire the fire sale was in full swing. Uh, we know now that they are clearly in a rebuild, and so I think they have they they could have a bright future ahead of them, depending on how they draft. And Dustin says he's hearing Mike Sweeney or George Brez going to interview. Uh, for the uh, Royals job, I would love George Brent. I, I think he brings that that fire. I like that guy's personality. You're, you're you're a Rams you're a Rams fan in, in this group, so answer. I'll let you answer Jared's question here. If the Rams regression continues, who would you want gone more, or want gone, Stafford or McVay? I would say Stafford. I would say Stafford only because Stafford has not been with the Rams. That long, and secondly, McVay led this team to a Super Bowl without Stafford at quarterback. Remember, Jared Goff was the quarterback until the Rams swapped the the quarterback to get Stafford. So, I mean, I, I think I will stick with McVay. I think he's a good head coach. You know, um, I think he. Has done a terrific job with the Rams, so I'm I'm staying with Sean McVay if I had to choose. No, I agree. I was, uh, you definitely would move uh, Stafford. You would. There's no way they're going to move McVay. Uh, I I agree with Dustin. No way in hell they move McVay. If it came down that they were going to move somebody, it would be Stafford, and they they would go I'll with a different this. quarterback. But uh, I'll tell McVay's you this. Gonna, done a hell of a job since he's been there. Uh, I know they don't look very good right now. but uh, I'll tell you this, though. If the Rams were that stupid, another team would hire him in a heartbeat. He he won't be standing in the unemployment line for too long. McVay will have a job most likely the next day. <laughs> Greg said, please don't let Sean Payton coach the Chargers. We love Brandon Staley as Chief fans. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do, Greg. I know you do. Because a McVay lot lost of people and Hill this the Raiders are going to have a much better start to their seasons, and it has turned out to be very inferior for both teams. McVay has lost O'Connell and Hill this year. He has an entirely new offensive staff. So. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. that's true. Jared says exactly, and he wouldn't even be unemployed for eight hours if let go. Oh no, he'd be, he'd have a job as soon as he got let go. Oh yeah, he would. He would be like Luke Walton 
Like after the Lakers fired him, the Kings hired him the the next day. John says, any upsets you think this week? Giants over Seahawks, Bears over Dallas. Um, I think we'll cover more of that on Friday, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we'll touch more on that on Friday, John. Yeah, we usually give our picks for we every usually, game. Yeah, we usually give our picks on Fridays. But I, I do I do think there's a chance, real quick, I do think there's a chance that the uh, – I do kind of like the Giants over the Seahawks. I don't know. There's just something about the way Dayball has that team playing right now. Yeah, definitely Dallas over the Bears. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Bears are going to be able to beat Dallas. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I agree. Dustin, so the Justin Giants would be a big upset. So Giants are six and one. I feel so bad for Justin Fields. I feel horribly bad for him because I think that defense is just going to swallow him up. Uh, Patriots. Patriots are going to start Mac Jones this week. Um, okay, that's good. They need to. You think they need to? So, you, uh, well, my, okay. My question was going to be: Are they making the right move starting Jones over Zappy this week? After you pulled Jones out during the second quarter, didn't play him the rest of the game. Uh, what do you think? This is a smart move. I, I think I, I I'm guessing it's a smart move. You know, I'm guessing smart move. I'm guessing now it's a smart move. I don't know what what Bill Belichick is. is I really don't know what Bill, Bill Belichick is thinking. Horizon. I don't. I I think I think uh, they're. I think I'll stick with Zappy. The offense has looked better when he's been in there than what it has with uh, Jones. Uh, I don't know if Jones is just ha- having trouble with the. The new offensive coordinators with uh, Patricia and, and Judge as the quarterback coach. I don't know if he's having problems with them, but they're looking a lot more rhythm when uh, when Zappy is in there. Uh, so uh, to me, I, I, I think that, I think they're making a mistake, but uh, especially yeah. after watching that game the other night. Uh, they, I mean, never get beat ten nothing. That Zappy came in the game, boom, they're they're, they're ahead. I know they ended up losing the game, but at least they were more. Their offense looked a lot more competitive. Uh, so I think I would have stayed with Zappy. Yeah, he. I mean, he started two games, won both, uh, performed at a at a level which you know created questions over whether he should become the starting quarterback. So, yeah, you do have a good point there. I, you know, I guess I can agree in, in a way. Um, I I really haven't seen much Patriots football this season, to be quite honest with you. And I knew Mac Jones was, you know. Bill Belichick's guy for a minute there, but then, like you said, Zappy was playing out of his mind, you know. So yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you if you do bench him, you know that can offset things for the Patriots moving forward. And and you you don't want to offset things. You you want to continue to win football games, and you 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 already established that rhythm. You kind of want to maintain that moving forward. So sometimes when you switch quarterbacks, you know, um, it, it's not always a good idea because what it does, you know, it it ends it ends up backfiring, and then you start losing games. And I mean, that's not good for your team. Well, like Dustin says, uh, Zach, uh, the Patriots' offense is averaging ten more points per game. Mm-hmm. With Zappy and nearly 123 more yards, so uh, it's just right. 
So right. I don't know. To me, to me, I, I would, I too, I would be uh, starting a zappy. But then, what if, what if, what if Mac Jones, you know, uh, because he knows now that he's competing for his job. What if Mac Jones go out there and is a completely different quarterback? One that's producing more. One that's making the the plays. That's uh, throwing it down the field. I mean, that's a fair argument too, right? Yeah, if but the problem is Jones hasn't done that this season. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah. a problem, and he hasn't done it consistently, and he hasn't looked like that quarterback that can, you know, um, lead this offense every week. Oh, yeah, Zappi, I don't know. From what I've seen, Zappy's looked better. Uh, yeah. Greg, Greg does pose a good question. If Belichick gets the playoffs with Zappy, then what do you do with Mac Jones going forward? Uh, they'd have to, they'd have to probably, they'd have to try to move him. Right. Cause I don't think he's going to want to be a backup to Zappy. No, you, you trade him. Yeah. Uh, you trade him and get something for him. Absolutely. You think Heineken can save the commanders? Nah. Nah, I don't think anybody can save the commanders at this point. I don't even I don't even think Dan Snyder can save his own team. Dan Snyder should fire himself. I, I just don't think the commander's defense is playing up to the way I, a lot of people expected. I think uh I think Heineke does uh fit that team for some reason better than uh the guys they've been trying, but they need to they could tighten that defense up. They I think they'd be all right. But, I yeah, just don't but then see you had the happening. head coach pointing fingers at Carson Wentz and calling him out yeah. for their for their you know horrible season. Oh, the Col- the Colts bench uh, Matt Ryan are starting Sam Ellinger. Hey, they did they did uh, they did shock the hell out of the the uh, Packers though. They beat the Packers. They embarrassed the Packers. So I mean, hey, you know, in the NFL, it's any given Sunday. Yeah, but yeah, and no, Dustin, that's what I was saying. Heineke, Heineke play, has played well for the Commanders. I like the way uh, uh, Heineke has played, and that's what I was saying. If that defense w- was playing a little bit better, I do. I think they could, uh, they'd be all right. But I just, I just don't trust their defense. But no, I, I think you know, Heineke. To me, they should have not even traded for wins and went with Heineke this season. But yeah, well, I think Juan Rivera says trading Mac Jones to the Colts or Texans. They can use a QB. Uh, you can trade him to the Texans, but I don't want. John says Colts need to bench Ryan two games prior. Ellinger, no, I, 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 I didn't think it would happen this early in the season. Uh, I was, we'd actually was talking about it, talking about it. Excuse me, talking about an afternoon show on Monday when it happened, uh, and we were talking about that. I thought once they got, pro, uh, if they kept losing, that they'd probably switch. Once maybe they got out of commit, out of commit uh, contention, and then boom, it, it was announced that they they went ahead and decided to do it. Uh, I'm glad we're going to see what Ellinger has because I I think Elling, Ellinger uh, could end up being a, a pretty good guy for us. 
but if not, at least we can see what we have. He, he, play, he starts the rest of the season and gives gives sees what you we get to see what we have. And if it ain't if he ain't the guy or guy, then we we can go draft a guy or try to find figure out something. But at least we're finally going to see what he has. I've, right. I've heard good things about him. He's looked good. He looked good in the preseason, which that's preseason. Uh, but I, I'm excited for Sunday to see what he looks like because uh, John is right. He has a strong arm and he's accurate. Uh, I'm, I'm, oh, ho yeah. I'm hoping that this was uh, hoping that, was was a that, that was we, we can get to winning some games. And that was the quarterback that came out of Texas, right? I remember yes. him playing for yep. the Longhorns. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, he's been with the Colts for I think this is the third season. Uh, mm -hmm. but he's never really got, he's not got to play in the regular season. So this I and all you ever hear is good things about him. So I I think it's going to be. I'm hoping that maybe we'll find our guy, and if not, at least we know that he's not the guy, and we can move move into whatever direction we need to move in, uh, trying to find a quarterback. Do you think Matt Ryan ever lived up to the nickname Matty Ice? I mean, there was years that he was that he had. There some was years, years that he was I mean, good, right? You're right. Yeah, he just our offensive line didn't help matters either, and like with some injuries and stuff, we just our offensive line didn't help things. Uh, but he just turned the ball over too much. Uh, but I, th I don't think our if our offensive line would have protected him more, I think he might have been all right. But he just he can't move very well, so he's pretty stationary back there. Uh, so I'm hoping that having a younger guy in there who who can also run as well, I think will really help us. Yeah, we'll see. Because Ellinger uh, is a second year quarterback who's never thrown a regular season pass. He will get that chance now as he takes the reins. And Ryan, for the first time in his career. Get this, for the first time in his career, will not be the starting quarterback. And then uh, John says, after the Super Bowl, Super Bowl meltdown, he, he had the Brady curse and hasn't been right ever since. And that's yep. pretty much right. He hasn't, he hasn't played very well ever since that happened. Right. No, he hasn't. And I think that was his MVP season, right? Uh, it might have been. That might have uh, been, yeah. Jared said, "Should Rogers really call it a career after this season? I think I think he's if yes, unless he sees some big changes being made in Green Bay. I, I think he's going to. Uh, oh no, he looks done. Like he looks, he looks mentally. I, I've been saying this too. He looks mentally and physically drained. He is completely over football. You can tell by his body language. You can tell by his exasperating look, the frustration." He's out there rolling his eyes. Uh, it, it's all bad for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is not used to losing. I don't see him sticking around in Green Bay for much longer. I don't even think Green Bay being a publicly owned team. I don't even think. I don't even think they know what their future is going to look like. Uh, I heard today that they are seeking a wide receiver. That they're desperately looking to trade for a wide receiver to give Aaron Rodgers another weapon, another go-to guy. We'll see how that works out. Uh, but, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, man, um, you know, it's been a rough start to the season. And I, I just think if this continues, he's not going to stay around. He, he's going he's gonna to end up retiring. 
And I think he's kind of burnt out from football. He, he more than anything, he's frustrated with the, the losses and the fact that he has no wide receiver that he could really trust in or a wide receiver that he can believe in uh, because a lot of his wide receivers, they just don't catch the football. They, they drop a lot of passes. No, no, I agree with you. Green Bay can't afford a wide a wide receiver. Yeah, that's their other problem. All right, Judge, you uh, you got anything else before we uh, get ready to call tonight? I'm tired of Kanye West. I know this is not sports related, but I am sick and tired of Kanye West. And people, you know, in this country of ours, they they are entertained. By other stupidity, you know, whatever the man says, everyone, you know, feeds into it, and that's what he wants you to do. He want he's an attention seeker. He wants your attention. Stop giving the guy so much attention. You know, don't give him your uninvited attention. That's the problem. That's why he does the things he he does because he knows he's gonna get a reaction. Those are my final thoughts. <laughs> All right, uh, we appreciate everybody watching. Don't forget, please hit that uh, subscribe button on you on YouTube at Gonzo Sports Room at the All Sports All Plays Network and at uh, the Sports Judge, uh, all on YouTube. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Gonzo Sp Sports Room and at the All Sports All Plays Network. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. We, uh, we greatly we appreciate, really appreciate that. It. Uh, you can find me tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern with the stat guy, Dustin Reese, who's been in the comment section with our on our baseball show, Around the Basis, 9 a.m. Eastern, uh, at Gonzo, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, at Gonzo Sportsroom, and at the All Sports All Plays Network as well. Uh, then the Afternoon Blitz at 1 p.m. Eastern uh, on the ASAP Sports Network. Come come join us for that. It's always been a, always a pretty good uh, time on the afternoon show Uh Jay McLovin's been joining me, Mike Hughes, Dustin's been on some, so uh, uh, usually a pretty good uh, cast of characters on there. Uh, and then tomorrow, also I got a big interview with the pro wrestler tomorrow, Blake Money Wright will be joining me tomorrow night at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, he's he's actually going to wrestle uh, Heath Slater that was used to be in WWE uh, over the weekend. Uh, so we'll talk to him about that and, and uh, some of his other big matches he has coming up. Uh, that's at 7 p.m. Eastern live on, on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at Gonzo Sports Room and at the All Sports All Plays Network. Uh, Judge, did I forget? Did I leave anything out? No, you you got it all. All right. You said you said all that needed to be said. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I, we appreciate everybody watching. We will see you guys on Friday. We'll give out our pick. Uh, give out our picks for every NFL game Friday. We'll talk some college football on Friday as well. Uh, maybe getting we'll get into some NBA on Friday as well because we really didn't uh, talk a whole lot of NBA tonight. We talked the Lakers a little bit, and that's about it. Uh, we appreciate everybody watching. Please hit that subscribe button. We greatly appreciate it. Everybody have a good night, and we will see you guys on Friday. Peace out, fam. All sports all plays. All sports all plays. All sports all plays. 
five, we making a place. You talking the game, get you to the days. We're hiding the court, the diamond the lane. Variety topics, living the same. All presentations, sports information. In the airways, taking the nation. All sport, all plays, they working your faces. Grace up the field, so tie the laces. All sports, all plays. Yeah.